Why? That, that will dictate everything else. I would put this one, uh, tips of someone smaller fighting someone bigger as one of our top two questions of all time. <laughs> Definitely. That one and how do I kick higher is our, our <laughs> two that come in the most. Um, but like, uh, and it's totally understandable because there's always someone bigger and all of us have had to fight someone bigger at some stage, even if it was a big brother or something. So yeah, I think <laughs> it's a very relevant one that comes up. Yeah, and we, we actually have, when I did a, when this question came on, on Instagram yesterday, I was trying to link to some videos to help people that may be looking at the questions and there was actually three of them on our channel that kind okay. of references this stuff. So uh, it definitely is something that we cover a lot. Um, yeah, and I think that um, the biggest thing for me, it kind of goes back to what we said about the counterattack and it's like, don't let them dictate. And for me personally, I, I fought a lot of time at plus 85, not the biggest in my category by no means. Um, and that, that was very important that you don't let them kind of get a bit of a, a momentum on you as such. Once they get a bit of a run on you, it's very, very difficult to stop a bigger person. Um, and, and then to be able to get shots off as well. Like we said, once they have that forward momentum, the judges are going to be able to see their shots a little bit more clearly. Um, so it, it is that same idea of, of you as well. I'm setting the rhythm, break the rhythm, not letting get them momentum. Um, and still trying to maximize completely on your own strengths where possible. So just because you're fighting someone bigger doesn't mean you completely change your game. For example, one of the biggest things that people will take out first is get rid of their great sidekick off their front leg. Mm -hmm. Why? It's one of the biggest weapons that you can have against somebody who's taller than you. Um, so just because somebody's bigger than you, everybody automatically goes to, okay, I have to move a lot and try to just pick them off. Not necessarily. Play your own game. See how that works and adjust from there. And maybe, maybe you got to remember as well, the big people... And the taller people, a lot of time, it's something that was going to catch them by surprise. So what, what's going to be there that doesn't, um, that they're not expecting? Yeah, I mean, one of the things to think about is, uh, and it was put very well to us by Adam Shelley, that, you know, when he, he's, he, he's a guy who's usually sparring people shorter than him within his division. But of course, for team sparring, he was often put out mm -hmm. against the biggest guy on the other team. So he would be thinking about, well, what usually worries me as the taller opponent sparring the shorter opponent and how can I now do that to challenge the bigger opponent? And generally speaking, a bigger person against a smaller person is worried about mobility. It's like they have a higher center of gravity. They can't change the direction as quickly, perhaps. Uh, so that's one of the things. Also, range is an issue for them. So although range is an issue for you because you have to get inside of their range to be effective, the length of their range is a challenge for them as well because they have mm. a sweet spot at the end of that range where they can be effective. And if you can be just outside or just inside that, it's a big thing for them. So usually if there's a big size difference, it's going to be a noticeable change where they're lifting their leg to come in or, you know, where they're trying to uh, maneuver. And because of that, it does give you some opportunity to mess with that range as long as you're proactive. And if you can do that, mess with their range, be mobile. And, and that doesn't always have to mean run away. It just means that you want to dictate the, the direction that the, the match is moving in make them follow you and look to for, you know, if we draw a line, I'll just flip onto my screen for a second. Um, but like if we're talking about a line, uh, I'll use the red one here, between me and my opponent, my opponent standing on that line, I want to always be slightly off the line from their front foot. So they're always having to move their front foot to find where I am. And if we have that to where your opponent is looking to, you know, even if it's only small micro adjustments to move their front foot to, to make that straight line to you, there's every chance that they move here. And as you go back across, there's an opportunity to come to hands or to pop a psychic on the hip. As they open out, if you've trailed back, 
there's a, the opportunity to catch someone square. So it, the same principle applies to your regular sparring, but when it's against someone who's taller than you or who's bigger than you, it becomes even more relevant. You don't want to attack them through uh, you know, that line where they have that length and they can put up that fence between themselves and, and you. You want to have them where it's just slightly off angle and there's the opportunity to come in without being interrupted. And I think that's, you know, if you can put yourself in that horrible spot for them where you're just inside their leg range and they're kind of unsure about the hand range, that's great. And when you do get to hands, remember generally, if you're smaller, all of the angles have changed. You're punching up. They're trying to find a way to hit you and you're driving up under the chin. And even if it's only a very small difference, the fact that it's at an angle does change things. The front hand that they're protecting against a sidekick probably isn't covering anything at all. You know, they have to get very used to a different guard, whereas mm. your guard works just fine, you know, because they're going to be kicking presumably a little higher at their waist height. Your guard, you know, works just fine. You don't have to think about it so much. They have to try and think about lowering their guard or bringing their body down to stop you coming up under their guard onto the hip. So it's just little things like that, you know, they're, they're not exactly advantages, but they are uh, differences in terms of how the, the mechanics of the match work that you can try and exploit. Mm -hmm. I think as well, one of the biggest things in terms of a competitive um, contest, if somebody is much bigger than you, you've got to be aware of the warnings. Um, so if you're living at the end of their leg all the time, chances are they're going to squeeze you out and they might just win on warnings, or you might be falling over a lot because you're trying to almost get through those ranges too quickly without setting your feet or whatever and um, so just be aware of the warnings as well um, and like adrian said and um, to go off that as well about the warnings just don't be at the end of their leg constantly so you, you kind of have to get in there before they lift up or be completely outside where you can kind of reset and, and come back around or whatever but you don't want to be kind of living at the end of their leg all the time where they're just going to bombard you with that front leg or whatever and just put you keep you at bay where you can never get in okay our, our 